put Dogman on the map and I'll take all credit. Mr. Members only fucked it all up as usual with Mr. Meatballs and a side of prime rib helping out. All practice reports came from Pup. All the forum activity came from Pup. Sound familiar, Derek, you dipshit? Any, anyway, and all general college football banter and specific data and history all came from Pup on the early Dogman forums. Kim was now wondering where he belonged. Clearly overshadowed by Pup, he sauntered over to me one day at practice, dressed straight out of a G.C. Penny catalog in his well-worn members-only jacket. He asked Pup to cover a girl's hope story. Funny watching that little pipsqueak walk away in shame, then go on to take Samak's brainchild down the shitter. Another one! Be the best. I'm out. I, you know, with Hitler, the more I learn about that guy, the more I don't care for him. Maybe I could be like an announcer, like a color man. You know how I always make those interesting comments during the game? Yeah, yeah, you make good comments. The weather is perfect, the field is fast at the Rose Bowl for tonight's ball game. Well, you know, uh, each of the last three times that we've had uh, fundraisers, I've uh, I've sent out these glasses to the to the high donators. The hardcore husky glasses with the funny little slogan, and not once have I ever drank out of one. But given today's uh, horrible news of Kalen DeBoer uh, signing with Alabama, I am actually drinking some seltzer water in, in the uh, in a said glass for the first time, and sitting here with uh, Joey Dangerously and Willie Duke and Fudgy will be joining us, aka Back to Pack. He'll be coming on any moment. <clears throat> and the one thing, uh, one, one thought that pops into my mind, there was a movie from about 30 years ago that had De Niro in it and I think Robin Williams, and it was uh, called Awakenings. Yeah. And it's kind of fuzzy in my mind, but I remember that it was like these patients that were catatonic for like two decades or whatever. And then they were injected with some sort of drug that enabled them to, to come back to consciousness. And they would, uh, you know, frolic in the water and, and, and dance to three coins in the fountain and eat a burrito or whatever. And at the end of the movie, the drugs wore off and they went back into their catatonic state in which they remained in until they died. And that's kind of how I view Husky football right now. We had our little frolic in the water, and we had our taste of the burrito, and it's now uh, fading to black. And, uh, you know, I don't know, bring in John Makovic for three-year contract or whatever. What do you guys think? What's happening here? I I think we we all probably feel stupid and duped for not seeing this coming. Uh, the fact he didn't sign a extension during the year, 
you know, and, uh, you know, as Wooly Duke pointed out to me a couple times over the week, he's like, he's like, we should have known how the team played Monday that he probably told him he was done on Monday or something, you know? Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know that he would risk, risk, risk letting that out of the bag. I, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, I, I was listening to, um, I don't even know how to feel right now. I, I mean, I was listening to KJR like right before we jumped on and I mean, of course it's Puckett and Jim Moore and, you know, they're Cougs, but, you know, and they're just they're just railing on the guy, and they're like, you know, he's a fraud, and and he, you know, I, I had a hard time disagreeing with him the whole the whole fucking time, you know, but I mean, as they said, you know, they're all used car salesmen and they're all frauds. Every every fucking coach. The thing that kills right me, now, you know, DeBoer DeBoer is coaching in the national championship game, knowing that he's going to be the Alabama coach. Yeah, and that's the one part that really bothers me. Yeah, because Nick Saban had an interview with a uh, you know with an assistant coach for an assistant coach job, you know, five minutes before he announced his retirement. So who was he interviewing? You know, and who was he interviewing for? Tosh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I well, mean, I need to clarify. I didn't say I, I think he, like, told the team on Monday, and maybe it's possible in his own head the deal wasn't done, but I think there's absolutely no way that with Saban's, you know, losing the, the, the Monday before, and he's clearly and it's probably retiring, there's no way that there's not something going on that week leading up to that game that doesn't play a factor and – the fact that the team didn't specifically look like so much that they didn't care, it just looked like they hadn't been coached in a week. And it was bothering me that there was, like, this big narrative of this, like, Michigan physical thing, and it was like, at least on defense early on, it looked like guys were just running to the wrong spots and just looked totally, like, had no idea what they were doing and there was no game plan, and that was my thing. I think there's just no way that there's not some sort of, like, creep of like shit's going down you know the assistant coaches I, I haven't I haven't seen what's been announced yet but I mean I assume all those if Alabama is not completely enough they're saying you absolutely are not bringing those defensive coaches with you those guys are we are are scared so yeah that was my thought you guys you can continue well you know you know Grubb's going with him so no oh, question well, if Care, I, mean, if Powell, I, I don't want fucking Powell Grubb, just Grubb entered the stock. portal. I mean, Powell just entered the portal, so I mean, the defensive staff is gone, right? I mean, fucking Mish Powell, a fucking local local guy, walk on the fucking what? Walk on, and that's what gave him a that shot was, here. Yeah, that's dumb. That's college football. It's like what you hate about college football now is like, why would that guy have to leave? Like you're, he's not like an all conference player. Like, where is he going to go? I would be shocked if Alabama, they want him in Alabama. Like why no. stay home and play like that. 
stay home and finish your career. Like, it's not over. God. You know, the thing is, though, from my own personal standpoint, it's like among all the other things that have transpired over the last few years, Jen Cohen Cohen leaving for USC enabled me to kind of free up within my own self to start rooting for this team more. And uh, this magical stuff happens, and uh, and I'm, I'm really back in the groove with it again. And then it's just like just another shot to the plexus. Well, well. Once Domino started to fall, I I look back and I wonder if, and, you know, certain people unnamed have said that Alabama was like watching DeBoer all year. I wonder if she knew that this was coming or she was going to have to at least fight like hell to fight something like this. And she put a, you know, uh, put a blinker out there to be like, hey, who wants to take me so I don't have to deal with this and that was my next domino I bet you anything anything, it was like six weeks ago this I'm I I don't know this I'm just reading tea leaves but I I'm right more often than I'm not um about six weeks ago his agent whispers to him that Saban has decided to retire Alabama's very interested and uh you know, they get to work through all those channels and they settle on an agreement. I wouldn't even be surprised if this was settled upon even before the Texas game, but if not, right after the Texas game. And he went into that national championship game knowing that he was going to be the next coach at the University of Alabama. And um, <clears throat> that video of him walking off the field and turning back and looking so disgusted and then having that three-and-a-half-minute answer to the reporter's question um, where he was expressing so much grief for the kids and everything, and I think that was also his own conscience coming back on him because he knew what he was in the process of doing that nobody knew about other than his wife and his agent, et cetera. That's what I think. Yeah, I... I would say at the very least, you won't be able to talk me out of that Saban, something, something happened, something was going on there. There at least maybe people just feeling it from him. Cause even if you are the ultimate card holder, used car salesman guy, it's impossible. I think to have that not pop through in some way. And you'll never convince me that, uh, it didn't affect that game and congratulations, oh, sure. dude. Uh, if you get fucking skull fucked by, a fucking Michigan team that was hardworking and had night. It was deep like that at Alabama. You're fucking done. Like, good luck with that. I'm not. I I've I have my mixed emotions, but yeah. If you go get fucking give up 300 yards rushing into fucking a bunch of you know sixth and seventh round picks uh, in UDFA's, like you're done. Well, the offensive game plan is more where I would agree with your assessment. There is that. It was just such a poor, poor plan as well as poorly executed. Yeah. And it, so it's almost like they got 95% of their effort instead of 100 or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, we can move past that, but I think that's my big thing that I, you know, going into the season, I know who Washington is in a realistic way. I know who DeBoer was. I knew this was going to be a big season and I knew DeBoer was going to be a big candidate for jobs. Like I was thinking more Michigan, Ohio state NFL. And I was like, I'm going to enjoy this season and ride it 
as hard as we can and win a national championship or win a Rose Bowl and enjoy whatever we have and rest on that. I'm not going to lose that. But my only thing is, is I don't fucking like that. I think it affected the national title game. And I think no matter who you are and how big your aspirations are, once it became clear that they're going that high, you shut it down and you worry about getting the fucking next big job next year. I, I can't confirm this, but I'm thinking, isn't that what Luke Fickle did? Like he could have got a gigantic job the year Cincinnati went to the mm-hmm. the playoff, but I think he was like, as you should, like, fuck, I, I got to ride this out. And I don't like that, but I think he didn't just shut it down for a year. And I think he was scared about, you know, he used fucking Peterson's players uh, and a couple portal guys that he brought in uh, and knew they were gone. And now it's like, fuck, you're, you, it was going to be a slog next year. Well, that it is going to be for sure now. There's no, there's no getting around that. I'd like to chime in, but I gotta need a few seconds. I gotta move my truck here. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool story, well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't slam I, in through any yeah, fences think- or garbage cans. So, yeah, I have mixed feelings, but I I do think, and it's easy for me to say that, but I still think that was the way to play it. Like, because even if they go like nine and three next year, like no one's going to not hire him because of that. Uh, But I don't fucking know. Maybe he saw this as like the golden opportunity. I don't really know if it is. Uh, It's, yeah, I uh, hope. Angry. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, for <laughs> God's I'm looking at the boards right now. The Husky JW is saying that the buyout for Jonathan Smith is $7 million. Go fuck yourself, okay? I don't want Jonathan Smith. Jonathan Smith I, is great at a fucking state school. Uh, he's great for Michigan State. I don't think he's... I don't think he's... I don't think oh, that's Tim's what Zona, Tim Zona already tweeted, like, oh, Jonathan Smith... He no. made a decision too quickly. It's like, God, no. 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 I'll shut down Hardcore Husky if they hire Jonathan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point in going on. I'll join Fudgy and jump off the bridge. <laughs> and Wilcox. And Wilcox. Not not doing it. Can you believe Kim, Kim couldn't even wait? I don't want to talk about Kim more than this, but 30 seconds into it, the guy's reportedly uh, saying, look for Wilcox. No! Idiotic. No! Idiotic. We have, you we have can't, to we can't let that happen. You have to... Your number one goal is to get someone who's a name or a guy like Jed Fish or you roll the dice and you go big and you look for a fucking Chip Kelly or the next DeBoer. I'm no... Absolutely no Jonathan Smith or Justin Wilcox. Well, I'm getting a lot of bad feedback there from, I think it's Wooly, but I can't tell for sure. Don't know. Could be me. Well, let's just press forward. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was already kind of looking at, uh, you know, like, 
potential candidates yesterday, and I mean, it's just like fucking. We're gonna get the same list of people. We're gonna get Shiitake and fucking Wilcox and fucking Whittenham and all this shit. It's like you're gonna get the same same people. Same names thrown out, and I, I, I'm all yeah, thinking well, like this hire. This hire has to be. This hire has to be like fucking off, like off the radar. Like they, they have to. I, they almost have to catch lightning in a bottle again. You know, that's not gonna happen. Uh, I mean, I got, I got, I got one name that. Uh, you know, probably like freak people out, but you know, uh, it's like this real shot in the dark. You know, what about uh, Kirby Moore? Mm. Bud? What about Jed Pitt? <laughs> I mean, look at look at his resume. Jed Fish doesn't stay anywhere more than a year or two. I mean, it's just like he'll end up doing the. He'll go. I bet he goes to the NFL. I bet the Seahawks hire Jed Fish. Well, that's quite a stretch. <laughs> I mean, I. What, what about I mean, Pete Carroll? I, was, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like people are like throwing out Willie Fritz, but he just left Tulane to go to Houston. And he's fucking 63. Like, huh. It just the board was supposed to be here 20 years. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, we, well, I, never, we all, I never bought that, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. It's. God, we went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. I mean. Look, the game was not even a week ago, Joey. Mm-hmm. Four days ago. I know. It feels like it was three months ago now. I know. Yeah. The Sugar Bowl yeah, feels like it was last, like last season. I I almost think, see, I, I think you've got to hire, like, look, Oregon <laughs> went super young. Uh, Arizona State went super young, like Mickey Mouse young. Uh, and then I, I think I think you have to go young because you have to relate to these fucking kids now. <clears throat> Race band and, is and calling think, for us to hire Stu Bird and Megan Rapinoe. <laughs> there you go, see. <laughs> I mean, I kind of think I kind of think the last hire they couldn't hire. You couldn't hire someone who wasn't offensively minded and proven at that. You couldn't hire someone who hadn't been a head coach on some level. This time, I think you can't hire someone who isn't into the team boy stocking. I fucking hate it, but it is what it is. Uh, and the fact yeah. that DeBoer, DeBoer couldn't do the team boy stocking is another extra thing that just kind of pisses you True. off of like, he half-assed and did a terrible job of recruiting for two years was underwhelming in the portal, and then now it's gone, and it's like, thanks, you left us with almost nothing. Uh, 
it's got to probably be someone who can play that game because for one thing, they got to reload their talent. Uh, they got to reload the talent, and I mean it's it was fine to kind of have this hardworking plug in a couple guys who were long development guy type stuff because we trusted the board to develop and that's who he was, but like fuck, that's over. Like no one's gonna be able to come in now. Did one of you guys have a radio on or something? We're getting horrible feedback here. I mean really bad. It's not me. It's not me. Really? Do you have a radio on or something? I could switch uh Bluetooth devices. Is that better? But you're, so you're not near a bunch of people talking or anything. I'm sitting in a I'm sitting in a car. It's not even on. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, whatever it was is gone now. Yeah, I'll take your answer off the air. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Thanks for hopping on. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry to interrupt you, Willie. Go ahead. Oh, I I was just saying like it, it's. Of all the, you know, the twist of the knife, another one is that, like, we were okay with these, like, you know, blue-collar, like, long-game long recruiting classes because we're like, oh, that's kind of his game, and, you know, we're right. set for this year. But now it's right. like, well, fuck, now you got a bunch of developmental guys who uh, you're not coaching up who are going to transfer out, and, you know, we haven't been recruiting – we haven't been playing the game of, you know, just sign sign these uh, random highly rated guys and figure it out later. Uh, so that's another twist of the knife, which is like, yeah, I think you have to hire you have to hire someone who can do the team boy stalking, and you might have to hire someone who is invested in, you know, running game and defense now because. We saw this year, it's been on the board of, like, you know, we had five or six fucking games in downpours. It's going to be cold as shit in the Big Ten half the season when you're playing on the road. Uh, you know, airing it out is difficult when that's your, uh, you know, that's your modus operandi. So we might also need to kind of look for someone who can fit, I hate to say it, the, like, Washington mold of Don James. Yeah, I uh, I I agree, but I I also I I just think like we were saying you uh, if if you're gonna play dirty, I mean we have we have to go all in if if it's gonna be a dirty world of college football, um, you got to go all in, you know. Um, yeah, I I think that you have to get uh, you have to get like super young and and. Uh, I mean, you know, a coaching staff under the age of uh, 45 or something like that. Uh, Landing has that drive, that charisma, and and that's all partly those coaches why are young. But all those coaches are young, you know. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I know. I know Grub and Morell and you know Inge like doesn't like, you know, get people fired up, but I mean people are going to start throwing out names like Shepard and Huff or whatever, but they've never been like full-time play callers or anything. Shepard, so, I mean he he sounds fantastic for what he's done so far, but for Sofke to throw that out there is just irresponsible. I don't know if it's because Shepard's nice to him, 
So, you know, I don't think Softine's quite that. I haven't listened to Softine in a decade, but um, I don't think he's quite that way the way that Kim is where, you know, it would mean more to Kim to have Wilcox here and be buddies with him than to have Urban Meyer here, in my opinion. So, right. <laughs> Wait, Softy threw a tip as a head coach? And that's true, by the yes. way. What's that? Yes. Softy suggested Shepard or Hoppin head coaches? Yeah, no, just Shepard. Just, just Shepard. He would keep the energy going, he says. That's idiotic. That's like. But he's the same guy that publicly called for Tyrone Willingham to be given a fourth year. I mean, that's not even really worth discussing. I mean, no. yeah, the the thing is, yeah, the right on the young in the team boy stocking thing of, like, having to be what it is. Uh, yeah. Hire, Kirk, hire Kirby Moore and Brandon Roy. Fuck it. <laughs> And I don't know why Fudgy hasn't joined us because he's still uh, weeging out on the boards there, but he's, he's jumping off the bridge. <laughs> oh, our little Fudgy. All right, I got to mute for another couple of minutes. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just trying to process so much from the game. And then this now in such a short period of time. Sorry, it's windy. I had to uh, walk through the outside. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a lot, and I I don't even. There's just so many things to try to like process at once and directions to go and stuff like that. Uh, I, I, I'm almost at a loss for a topic now, <laughs> other than just. Uh, Trying to figure out where, where where they will go from here, and I haven't. I've been He's left underwater. the team gutted. Yeah, I mean that's the big thing. That's like that's that's just so tough. And I mean, to also on top of it, I mean, I'm sure I don't know what Peterson's role in the department is, but he has to be pissed because Peterson recruited so many of these guys, like, and even Lake, you know, the Lake regime, which is basically Peterson. So many of these guys that he rode, and yes, he brought in Penix, he brought in a few other decent, you know, transfers. Uh, but and use these Peterson guys. So these Peterson guys also, also these Peterson guys were also guys who could have gone to better places and moved on, but they they dedicated themselves to the program and stuck it out and got their award. And now we have a guy who's like he used those guys, and now he's just going to go run off and abandon everybody else, uh, including some guys who still were Peterson Lake recruits who are on the fucking team, uh, to just jet off. I don't know. The one thing is, like, you know, you saw on the sidelines guys like uh, Will, Will Rogers, the incoming transfer portal quarterback for Mississippi State, He's throwing the ball around during pregame warm-ups and everything. And DeBoer brings him in like that, and he knows he's not going to be here or probably I mean, not I, going to be here. I think that's just part of the college coaching game. And, I mean, to be honest, I thought the tra- a lot of the transfers then was a little underwhelming. So I'm wondering how half-assed a lot of that was, including, I don't know, maybe that guy's still going to come here. But 
I just felt like, along with recruiting the transfer portal both years, I kind of was expecting to be like, oh, man, we're going to get big names. Think like, about this. If Dylan Morris is gone and if, if Will Rogers decides not to come here, who's our fucking quarterback? Austin Mack, who should be sitting in a high school classroom right now, but he came early. <laughs> You're assuming he doesn't go to Bama, but yeah. Assuming he doesn't also transfer, uh, you know, there's also the incoming true freshman who won't be ready. And, you know, oh my yeah, D, D, DJU, I don't think, I don't, I, can't, I feel like I was thinking recently, I don't know if he's signed anywhere yet. He'd be close to his uh, brother oh, down in the state. He left the Beavs. Hello? But will he do leave? Uh, were, you weren't no, I, just, I was just, I thought Joey said something, and then I uh, oh. needed a minute to mute, and uh, uh, I did not have that minute. No, I uh, maybe they can talk Cam Ward out of not going to the NFL now. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's their best, uh, best bet. Well, Sway is just thrown in the towel. He says, that was fun while it lasted. Hey, Dannon, you dopey fuck. And then he has a Darth Vader gift that says, you have failed me for the last time. And then he says, I am out forever. I will never get sucked back into this shit pile of a school and program. Fuck this program eternally. I will never be tricked fucked again. That's a direct quote. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Uh, you wonder why you even fucking follow the sport. I mean, uh, I mean, so I frustrating. Think, I think you got to get the shit out, and then just start to try to. <laughs> no other way but to try to think positive in some way. Uh, we could all root for Woodenville. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. I'll pass, my friend. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, it's you put Washington in, into a spot now where, um, you know, we almost have to, we almost have to go poach another coach. You know, we have to poach a guy and and have him steal all his players. I mean, they put us yeah. in that position now. <laughs> you that know, is, I mean, it, yeah. It, it's just that's that's just what it's going to be now. Because so. everyone's going to leave. It, yeah, it's like there's no uh, – if you already see a guy like Powell uh, leaving, it's just like everyone's going to leave. So, yeah, you're totally screwed. I mean, the, the yeah, the thing with Fish is one of the appeals of Fish is like, can you take him and is he going to bring Fafita, McMillan, and maybe some other guys from that team? And that's stupid mm-hmm. and fucked up. Uh, but yeah, but it's like what that, it's what you have to do now. There's a there's that thirty no, yeah. day window. It's a thirty day yeah. window. Like like the whole fucking team could go to Alabama right now if they wanted to. I mean, fuck. Yeah, this this is yeah really really fucking frustrating. Hillsboro Duck says he's glad the pup didn't live to see this. 
<laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, if this was supposed to be a cathartic podcast, I'm not feeling better. <laughs> I never signed up for cathartic. I Oh, it's Angry Joe. Oh, I was really angry today just listening to uh I don't it just just re-envisioning all the media narratives about Washington going into the game and and JJ McCarthy versus Michael Penix. Oh god. Uh, anyways, uh yeah, I, went before. I know <laughs> you guys weren't original half brains but you know, I thought we won the war. I don't know exactly what that. I don't know exactly what that means, but I mean, I was already kind of cycling back to getting angry about the game on Monday again. Uh, <laughs> when this already, I was already like, man, I have a whole other fucking dump about shit that I'm mad about about that game that kind of flew by on Monday. Uh, and now we have this. I mean, I think, to me, I think the only thing now is just, like, focus on, like, what the best-case scenarios are from here. And, I mean, that's just going out and getting the best coach that they can get and hoping that, you know, the program, the administration and everything knows that, like, hey, that's what can happen if you try and you, you make the right decision and don't hire Wilcox or <laughs> don't hire, you know, don't promote another coordinator again. Uh, I get that's really it. Cause I mean, this was a great big run, but like it was already going to be, it was already going to be a challenge with DeBoer sticking around. I mean, he again was uh, super fucking underwhelming in the, in the portal. And I don't think that's just because he, uh, he was checked out, and then he signed another recruiting class with guys that I like, but small. That's another fucking thing that he signed these small fucking classes. He like signed no players every time. So it's like cool. Like we don't want to take guys that like we don't think are gonna like be our thing. But like that's great. You're not fucking here, and you literally signed like what, what, like twelve fucking players last year. God. So it, it, bear with me here because I'm I'm just throwing this against the wall. So I'm not 100. I'm just I'm feeling this out as I'm talking. But if what if what if you went and got Pete Carroll and just said, "Here's five million, come in at five million a year," and he comes in with his energy and the way he does things and then starts getting people uh, portaling in like crazy and try to salvage something? Is that a stupid idea? Hey, I'm all for it. Look at Mac Brown. <laughs> It's true, though. North Carolina no, has been laughing at where we're at. And I don't think it's a long-term, like, but it could definitely help hold the tide, keep momentum around your program. Like, you know, I it's not it, – I'm not against it at all, especially given what the alternatives could be. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He's pretty. I mean, he's pretty energetic. It'd be the one. It'd be the one old where I'd be like, you know, okay, whatever. Which, by the way, 
he's going to go back to college because there's a to get into the college football hall of fame, you have to have coached for ten years, and he's only coached nine. So well, I don't know. He's out to a bunch of NFL GMs. So. I don't think any NFL team's gonna hire him though. I mean, I don't know. It just seems I like it, especially with my brain trying to think of what the other options are. But it's just stuff like that, and Urban Meyer and old Bob Stoops and stuff like that just seems so far fetched that I'm not really even gonna think about it until someone actually mentions it as like a real possibility. Uh, but I, I would support that. I mean, I know people are going to throw the Peterson coming back thing. That's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Duke shit. So yeah. I'm done. If that Peterson comes back, he won't come back though. <laughs> no, there's no way he comes back into what college football is now. Uh, yeah. No. I, uh, God, no. No, Washington, you know, what Washington needs is, uh, and they don't have, is that guy that uh, will leave whatever fucking school he's at, no matter where he's at, to come to Washington. Well, actually, we got Jim Mora, but I think he's, you know, uh, put his roots down on the East Coast, so... I mean, yeah, we uh, that is true. I mean, Michigan was floundering for so long, and then they always had that Harbaugh. They always had that Harbaugh ripcord. Yeah, it was always Harbaugh. Uh, even less less Miles was an offensive lineman for Michigan. You know, so they had th- those two guys. You know, out there, Washington has nothing. They don't have a guy no. that's just going to leave whatever, wherever he is, whatever he's doing. They don't have that fucking guy. Yeah, well, Laura well, pretended Pete to be Carroll it for like 10 years. Have to move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Pete Carroll wouldn't have to move. Right. Right. He can yeah, move right into even... DeVore's office Monday morning. Does he? I, th- I yep. think he lived in Malib- Malibu. I thought the word was that he lived in, like, Malibu in the offseason anyways, and he's a California guy, so I don't think – I would assume if I was fucking him, I'd be like, can I get the fuck out of Seattle right now? Yes. Well, if he felt that way, he wouldn't have lived here for 14 years. Well, obviously, he was. He had a great fucking coaching gig. Yeah, and, and Washington can be a good gig. It's not like we're uh, – Jesus Christ, what's all that noise? Uh, it's it's not like work. work. God. <laughs> well, if you can hear how loud it is, um, Weber State or something, where we are, Washington, it's supposed to mean something. Well, maybe we're the Weber impossible. State of the Big Ten now. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Just uh just it's sinking in what's happened and where we're at. And I and I and I had the same concerns that Willie Doog was talking about. Uh repeatedly I don't even follow recruiting as you guys know that much, but it's like I was just kinda like, God, it just feels like the cupboard's kinda bare. But he does do well with the portal and he's gotta have a plan. He wins everywhere he goes. 
Yeah, uh, that's what I that's what I felt. It was like they got they got every ounce like Wooly Dude pointed out after the Sugar Bowl. They've gotten every ounce of any talent out of every single player. Yeah. You know. So I was like, I was like, well, fuck this recruiting. And I was already done with recruiting for years because just more and more guys were just not panning out to be what, you know, what the experts, quote unquote, would say, you know. So I was already kind of done with recruiting. So I was like, oh, maybe this coaching staff gets it and – they're looking for like, oh, we need a we need an edge rusher that can play second downs and maybe hold an edge and maybe rush the passer. And we're just gonna go get that particular guy and see if he works. I mean, that's what I thought this coaching staff was doing. But apparently they were just interviewing for Bama the whole time. Unbelievable. Shadow interviewing. Unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. It, it really well, you're playing the final four. Yep. Yep. Oh, and I man. just like, I, it's, it's going to sound doogish, but it's like, go ahead. You went, you went farther than Alabama this year with Alabama, with Saban. Uh, I, this is the doogiest, the doogiest thing I've ever said, but it's like you're gonna le- like it just like feels weird to then be like the whole time it's like I don't care about winning this national title or next year I care about going to that school like where I'm gonna get fired I'm gonna get fired if I go if I have the season I had in Washington and I do think there is you know. I'll always say it too of like you wanted to hire the guy who wants who wants the big next job because Matt Campbell, the guy who wants to stay at that job, isn't a killer, and you need a killer, and he's fucking good at Washington because he was a killer, but that's also why he's leaving. So uh, unless you have like a a guy who's like an alum or like a Peterson who's like genuinely seems kind of not not interested in the bigger, better job. Uh, that's the trade-off. And the thing even with Peterson was, like, he wasn't a killer, and that's why he couldn't win those big games. So uh, going back to mixed emotions, like, you kind of got what you wanted, but you also got what you, you wanted. So I, yeah, I, I just can repeat my hammer, my point of, like, if they would have won Monday, this would feel a lot better. But if they would have lost a close game Monday, it would have felt a little bit better. But the fact that they had that game and just looked so fucking haphazard and out of it makes me just feel way worse. Well, here's the if deal. Won, Remember if how- they won Monday, if they won Monday, they could kill the program. I don't. Whatever. I don't care. Kill the program. You Remember how the board got interviewed at halftime? And he was talking about because um, they'd given up those three long touchdown runs in the first quarter, and then he said, "Yeah, we got that patched up." Which then was like, "Okay, so schematically, you guys fucked up." And it's like, was the prep? Now you look back and go, "Was the ample preparation there if they had put in a hundred percent?" 
when those long runs have occurred because they have the knowledge to patch it up in the game. I mean, that looked like a lot of over-pursuing on those long runs and just not – I, I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to just dwell back on that fucking game, that okay. game of misery. <laughs> it's just I can't. I can't. Um, we need to. It, it, I, I mean, if we're not going to quit on the on the program, then we need to look forward and and talk about you know potential hiring. I mean, you know, it's. It, <sighs> Like I said, we don't have a we don't have a guy that will crawl on his hands and knees to come to this program and stay here. There's not that guy out there. Gilby. The thing we have is a bunch of. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe maybe New Heisel will. Uh, <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, Joey, yeah. if you were talking, your voice, you disappeared for about 10 seconds. Oh, okay. I'm going, dry, I was driving over the Skagit River Bridge looking for Fudgy. Um, <laughs> if Fudgy was supposed I, to like join said, us, the, by the, the way. The, the closest thing there is out there is, um, I mean, there's a ton of Boise State guys that just all over college football that – went to Boise State and they're on coaching staffs. I mean, there's just there's just not a lot out there for, you know, Washington guys. I mean, there's nope. there's Tui. Tui's at Rice. Fuck, maybe they should just hire Tui again. You know, Absolutely he's, he's, not. Batting, he's batting a thousand. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, he's the of... <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, what happens when you – you don't care about the sport for like 20 years. You don't have like that kind of coaching tree and dedication. Well, I think like Court Dennison is still coaching somewhere, but uh, didn't he go to jail for stalking his girlfriend or something? Court Dennison? <laughs> yeah. 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 He's like a defensive coordinator. I, somewhere in, like, western Kentucky or something like that. No, I mean, I'm watching post-game orange slices and Sway uh, going back and forth. They're having a huge blowout here on the board. But I thought you said court Denison and domestic abuse. Did I hear that correct? <laughs> uh, I think he I think he, he went to jail or something for stalking his girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe he, he got put on probation. Yeah. He's not a head was coach. He, so he was he was fired from Louisville. Yeah. Wow, I have to I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah, it was like yeah, domestic. There's a bunch of denizens that are either life in prison or serving thirty five years or well, maybe just stay away from the Denison clan. <laughs> uh, wow, somebody named Denison I mean, was shot somebody with a crossbow. <laughs> We've got really dark, really fast. Anyways, anyways, 
uh, like I said, there's just not any like former Huskies that are on coaching staffs. Actually, I think Cal maybe has. Oh yeah, Cal has that that Trey Watson that was a defensive back. I think he's a defensive backs coach. Uh, the the walk on from like O'Day or Kennedy or something, whatever. Um, yeah, played like ten years ago. That Trey yeah, I think Watson. he was. I think he was supposedly very, uh, very active in the supposed Crisco Ball, like Washington's racist recruited. So, uh, we're, I only want to hear talk or hear about actual head coach options. I mean, well, I was just pointing out that like Washington does not have a guy out there that that will, you know, like I said, crawl on his hands and knees to get the Washington job to like. You know, I'm going to get into the coaching world and work my fucking ass off for 10 years because I desperately want this job at some point. You know, and there's just not that guy out there for Washington. I mean, I don't think Oregon or USC has that guy. Here's the other question, but Pete Carroll even want to walk into this situation. Well, like I said, he, you've got that bargaining chip. I God, I, I, the fact that we're even talking about Pete Carroll coaching <laughs> the Huskies is. I, but uh, you know, like I we said, do you have to have a ten-year. You have to have a ten-year minimum and um, like a six hundred winning percentage, which he has, and he doesn't have a, a ten years in college football. Um, so. You know, if, if you can throw that out there to him, like, hey, you can get in the Hall of Fame with one year. Come in here for one year. But you'd have to get – he'd have to hit the portal, like, so fucking hard. Well, he'd have to hit the portal hard, and he would have to commit to three or four years because he's not going to – he wants – he'd want to go out on top. And he's not going to do that in 2024. Uh, yeah. But, it, you know, it does make sense, though, the more I think about it. You know, he's 72 going on 60. And um, uh. it's, I don't, you know, it's not like he's just going to keel over next year or whatever as far as, you know, we, I think you can bet on that pretty well. And who else are you going to get at this point? I mean, we're, for God's sake, what a terrible, just horrible timing all around. God, I don't know whether to channel my anger towards DeBoer or not, but. Gutted the program. The program is gutted. Jimmy Lake left us in better shape than DeBoer did. Can you believe that? Wow. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, that is one of the worst thoughts of the whole thing. I mean, you're like Stark, Stark left it in a way better place. I mean, Peterson really benefited from Stark team boy stocking and taking a bunch of guys who were talented but needed coaching. Uh, fuck, you could argue Willingham, Willingham left it in a better place. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, there was no portal when Willingham was here. I know, I know. It's a completely different thing, yeah. And I just, 
to the guys that aren't listening that are, like, on the team, which, like, I don't know, fucking stick it out. Like, what are you going to do? Go to fucking... These guys aren't going to get sent to Michigan or Alabama. He's not taking them with you. Uh, you with him. They're not going to Alabama. They're not going to Georgia. Maybe not even going to fucking Oregon. Like, what are you going to do? Go transfer the fucking, like, some sideways, backwards, lateral school and play one, two more years and go out? Like, it just that, that part feels kind of stupid, too. Uh, I, yeah, I think I just got to figure out who the next guy is and it has to be someone who's committed to bringing in a lot of talent and doing what you got to do to succeed in college football now and I have no fucking clue. Jed Fish is a great uh, is a good option for that. I like what he's done. I don't think you can worry about the, hey, this guy's going to leave too thing. I mean, the players the players fucking leave every year now too anyway. So who, like uh, I, I feel like you're better off just winning each year and not worrying about that than trying to be like, we need to get fucking Matt Campbell or fucking uh, <laughs> someone who just wants to be there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to start thinking for, for Washington's sake, you know, I, I don't, I don't care if we fucked over Arizona, you know? No. Oh, I don't give half a shit. You can't, you can't hire, you can't hire fucking Matt Campbell now. You can't fucking no. do it now. No, he's 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 completely off the list. I wouldn't hire Matt can't Campbell if I was the Cougs. He's a fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah. he's getting into fucking fights with fans after games. You can't hire. Yeah, him. that one Fiesta yeah. Bowl, boy. Yeah, yeah, no. They did a lot. Uh, I mean, throwing out joke names. You can go after. You can go sign Tosh Lapoy. Uh, you could go. Uh, uh, you could go sign uh, Pro- Coach Prime. He'll bring in money. You know, uh, no matter. Maybe, maybe Cal State is so desperate for money that he's just like, "Fuck it, we're not going to be good, but we'll get a we'll get a quick influx of cash if we bring in Prime, and they're going to need it." I mean, God, can you imagine the momentum they've had as a program and buying fucking apparel and buying renewing season tickets and buying tickets. And, like the Michigan game, I accidentally looked at the price of the Michigan game for next year when I was thinking about going to the game Monday. And it was like $400 just to get in the, in the fucking stadium. But that's all changes if the Huskies are fresh off of losses to the fucking Coog and Rutgers. Uh, that's all different. There's going to be fucking more Michigan fans. Well, we do have we do have five winnable games uh, in theory before that. Uh, you know, I just had a thought too, and I I don't even remember what which story it was from Stephen King or something many years ago. But you got a you got the guy, and uh, let's just call him Kalen, and he meets the single mom. And they start to date. He really likes them, and they start to fall in love. And then she's got kids, and they really take to Kalen, and they really love him. And this thing's kind of really cold last thing, and it looks like he's about ready to propose to her and all. But the the family dog is always leery of him. It, it won't go near him, or he growls or sneers or shows a tackle. And that was uh, Grundle Stiltskin all year long. 
Well, hello. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I felt this uh, I felt this coming, and all I wanted, realistically, I'm not I wasn't going to try to be like. I'm going to change the universe and Washington's going to be a better job than Alabama or Michigan or whatever was going to pop up or Ohio State or the NFL. I am just pissed that I think he fucked up the national title game. Uh, you can't get that back. For, you can't get that back. And, again, as Joey said, like, if we win that, fine. But, like, the fact that I will go to my grave uh, – willing to bet my life savings, whichever fucking duck loser tried to make a joke about that, uh, meet me in the porking lot, I'll, I'll show you, uh, never mind, uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm gonna end uh, up finishing that fight for you, so, yeah, no, <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was a bank statement, it wasn't gonna be a fist fight, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, and, that that was that's my biggest that's my biggest axe to grind forever is that I you can't convince me otherwise that that didn't make a major effect in that game and you can't get that back and we might never get back there and he should have fucking shut it down this year he should have shut it down and been like I will look for a new job in 2024 after that season if we're not the next season we're not actively trying to win, have a chance to win it all. That that's my only that's my only fucking gripe. I've got Tennessee fans, two of them now that are in the last few minutes that have applied to get on to hardcore husky and they say they want to get on about the coaching search. Yeah. Demone well, I don't understand why they keep coming here. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Fuck, this isn't the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> we no, our I mean, you know, Joey was shouting two weeks ago that we've earned this and it's our time to enjoy. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose we earned this. This is what we earned for <laughs> falling in love with this program. But Anna Marie Cosse... Uh, it's not as fun to be dancing the waltz on the sidelines of the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum when your team's three and nine. Well, this is also the inverse of our luck. Of you know, I feel like in most cases, and he wanted another job. New New Heisel should have ran out, you know, walked off into the sunset after that Rose Bowl win and been hired by the Forty ers or someone, and then. You know, someone who would have been in a better coach would have come in and kept that momentum going. Instead, he stuck around for two more fucking shitty years and tanked the was tanked the program. Uh, so now we got the inverse where it's like I, with all the let's ride this one out stuff I've said. I mean, I thought they could have had. I thought DeBoer was going to be here for at least four to five years. I I thought absolutely. I thought. I thought that was, you know, not too much to ask for in, on his end, and I I think that shows that looks good as a coach too. I mean, if I'm Alabama, if I'm an Alabama fan, uh, I do have my 
my reservations. If they show up on the board, I'm like, you're going to be in the SEC. This guy doesn't fucking coach defense at all. Uh, so you better hope he's hiring a great defensive coordinator who he hands the keys over to and doesn't, doesn't ask questions uh, and hires a bunch of recruiters that are going to recruit for him because he can't fucking recruit. Uh, so, well, Bama, Bama maybe recruits itself. I yep. mean, that's the only thing. They yeah, have but that's the thing. But that's the thing. When you when you have Saban and when you're Alabama, you're recruiting against LSU for a guy who's from fucking Baton, literally born went to high school in Baton Rouge. You're recruiting against Georgia, who's coming into your state. You're recruit who's you know won two more natties since you've won one in the COVID year. Uh, you're recruiting right. against Miami, which is offering you like apparently like bags of cash, uh, and Cristobal is probably giving you. A hundred thousand out of his own check because he's a fucking loser. Uh, Ole Miss won eleven games. <clears throat> yeah, you're. It, it, that's the thing. It's not like that is true, but especially without Saban, like it's it's just a different it's just a different ball game. It's like you're. It, it's not like here, or it's probably not even like Big Ten territory where you're like, well, if you're not going to Ohio State, where do you want to go, Michigan or Penn State? Like, uh, unless you want to leave the region, it's not that easy and. Unless he's just been hamstrung by the the Washington, you know, the 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 the, the university, he's shown nothing to be a good like, but a terrible recruiter, and he has no coaching tree. So, uh, I don't know. I I think he could be really good there. It's I, I I'm not going to doubt him at all, and I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna like root against him unless he's playing Washington, really. Like, I just don't think that's something you, you can do, in my opinion, especially once the dust settles. But it, I, I do have my questions of, if I'm Alabama, is this guy perfect? Which, yeah. Well, I think they made a great hire. I mean, I, I think, it's, uh, yeah, I, I think it's definitely, I, I think it's a really great hire for them. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cloud that. Uh, I did have. Am I interrupting, or did you finish? No. Uh, you know, I think even happier than the only person happier than Kalen DeBoer I know is uh, middle of, middle of the F. It's fucking no. It's fucking Dan Lanning. I don't think the Mrs. DeBoer is happy. I mean, it sounds like the money was here at Washington. He had a better chance to probably live a better life. No, I mean, it is funny. No, but I did the thing like, uh, I think Dan Landing is probably the happiest uh, of anyone. Now we've got the one, I mean, I guess we're in the Big Ten now, but at least now, you know, his rival, uh, you know, lost the guy who could fucking beat him. And, you know, I I do forget it is a different game now in the Big Ten where it's not just a bunch of fucking raggedy corpses that the Pac-12 to beat up on. But I mean that's a huge, a huge opening for yet another fucking lucky, lucky break for uh, uh, those fucking complete douchebags. Uh, but I, I have confidence. I, I'm not just going to completely write everything off. It's fucking called sports. It's sports. Things happen you don't expect, and I think they're going to well, make a me... good hire. Oh, go go ahead. Sorry. I think they're gonna. I think they've seen you know. They've got their taste of the magic, and I think they're going to at least try to spend money and make it work. And 
the only way to think about it is positive from here, and I'm not just going to concede immediately that they're going to go four and eight next year. And in the long run, I mean, maybe they go four and eight next year, but they have someone good who's going to build it back up. That's like the only way I'm going to think about it now. Well, let me. I, I know the the quick reaction is to just uh, to just shit on Troy Dannon, you know, or whatever, because you know he had one job was to keep DeBoer around or whatever. But I I I wasn't in the room with the negotiations or whatever. I what if he threw everything he possibly could, drained every fucking resource, and DeBoer just. DeBoer just didn't want, didn't budge on anything. And, you know, it was like basically Bama, Bama or bust for him. Uh, I don't know. We don't know any of that, any of this stuff that, you know, the athletic department threw at DeBoer. We, I mean, we don't know none of it. So I have, yeah, I have faith in that. I, I feel like what, you know, people supposedly in the know have, it was leaked out there. It sounded like I think they threw everything they could have. And uh, I think if anything, it's like if I'm Alabama, I'm a little bit like they're going to give this guy like probably too much money where it's like Washington's like, yeah, but we have lower expectations. You know, we know this guy. I, I, I trust that Washington threw every single thing. And it was just like he thinks that he can win. Bigger, better, easier in Alabama, and, like, the legacy there is better. And maybe he doesn't fucking like the Northwest. Maybe he doesn't like the weather. Uh, maybe he doesn't like the culture. Like, you know, you start to throw that stuff in. I just think it was – I don't think there was anything Dan or Washington could have done. So, I, I – you have to kind of, like, punch the guy in the gut to be like, you couldn't make, you couldn't make the impossible happen. But I'm not going to let that be like, oh, no, we're – he just totally fucked up. Like, I don't know. I think, no, no, I agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah, well, like, I, I, I mean, it could be. It could literally he could have be. Done something. We don't know that for a fact, though. But yes. But I'm, I'm not yeah, well, just shitting could, on him. No way. It could literally be like DeBoer saying, "Like I, 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 I'm not a, I'm not a like reflecting in the mirror, him saying and admitting, like I'm not like the lights out recruiter." Yeah, I'm a football coach. I need to go somewhere that recruits itself because I can't sell it, you know, on my own. And maybe he thought, like, I, I can't fucking do it here. Like, I, I, uh, I need to just go somewhere where the recruits come to me and I, I, I can just coach. And I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not fucking like rooting for him to fail. I'm not rooting for him to succeed either. It's just like, you know, whatever Someone, happens to you, you know, this is what you, this is what you signed up for kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yahoo sports is reporting that, um, Dannon began the vetting candidates, including Ryan Grubb on Wednesday. Jesus Christ. Yeah. well, I don't know that Grubb would Makes want to stay. Grubb says he wants to be a head coach. I mean. Yeah, but uh, you're going to. This is a horrible situation to step into. Here, here's something I wanted to say a few minutes ago. 
can you also imagine though, just bear with me with Pete Carroll, you've got you've got issues in regards to uh we're in a huge red deficit and everything. Pete Carroll could march right over to uh, you know, Microsoft and Amazon and stuff, and he can make pitches and get people fired up and get new donators on board, and he would enjoy doing that. Well, I mean, you know, he's a he's a 9-11 that. so he will fit in well with What's the that? college lifestyle. <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again, Joey. I said he's a he's a nine eleven truther, so it's a fit in well with the uh you know, the college uh kids these days. Well I mean some of his pol- a lot of his politics I don't like. Um, and I'm not saying he's ideal, but I'm saying he's <laughs> he still wants to coach and we're in a fucked up position right now. Oh, uh, just real quickly, going back to that, uh, those sure. uh, those prerequisites to getting the College Football Hall of Fame as a coach. Mike yeah. Leach uh, can't get into the College Football Hall of Fame because he doesn't have a 600 win percentage. How bullshit is that? Like, that guy's a fucking College Football Hall of Famer. Is he? Oh, absolutely. Like, there's teams, teams use his route concepts. Every, almost every team uses his route concepts nowadays. It's leaked into the NFL. It's, I mean, yeah. He, he's for an influence. Okay, I don't want to make it a Mike Leach pod. I'm right and you're wrong, but that's that. Uh, I I would have to just <laughs> hearing. I I, w- I always liked Mike Lee, so I would actually defend him on the boards when everybody would or a lot of people would shit on him. So I'm not anti Mike yeah. Lee. Um, I wouldn't have been altogether disappointed if they had hired him back in '09, but but uh, no, I just uh, weirded him out. We're, well, yeah, he <laughs> showed up in flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a world where there's a world where they hire leads and they fucking are great back then. I mean, seeing what he did, I don't. I think he's such a cultural shock for that university. But yeah, uh, yeah, I've seen uh, the guy I saw media media throw out so far is Chris. Chris Kleeman from Kansas State, and that's kind of just like a, uh, I, yeah, I, God, how no, did that guy get paid? No, how did that guy get paid four point five million at fucking Kansas State? Jesus. See another, uh, God, it's another like Midwest guy. Just another Midwest guy that you know. It's like, yeah, as soon as like. As soon as Michigan opens up, is he fucking going to Michigan or Ohio State or whatever? And I, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not against getting whoever is going to win best in the moment, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the guy. Uh, what's the deal with uh, uh, I, first you said Kirby Moore? I was thinking of Kellen. And then I Googled Kirby thinking it was Kellen. And I was like, Kellen Moore is yeah, the too. offensive coordinator. I was like, he's the offensive I coordinator of Missouri. Yep. But, uh, 
Because like, did no, Joey mean Kirby. Kelly? <laughs> no, no, I mean that's. Uh, uh, he's only been at Missouri for one year, but they had a great. Uh, they had a great year, and uh, he's you have to almost take. A, you have to take a, like a massive risk at this point. Or, he's an instinct guy. You, you got to shoot your shot with a with a big big guy, with a big name guy like Pete Jed Fish. If you could get fish, yeah, but I don't know that we can. Why would he want to come up here when he's already built something down there? Well, they're going to the Big 12. That's that's a big... Big 10 money. Big that's 10 a big money. thing, yeah. You do very well in the Big 12. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're... I kind of have a feeling the playoff is... It's going to be... It's going to be tough from the Big 12. I mean, it's... It's going to be, I, I think, being able to go to the Big Ten or SEC or bust is pretty much what it is now, uh, even if you're, you know, the Big 12 is not as fucked as, like, being the Pac-12. Like, a, yeah, but I don't think it's that great. Yeah, I, uh, the one of the, one of the more, uh, Kirby or Kellen, is not a terrible, uh, a terrible idea, but I, I think Fish has got to be the guy that they're starting with. Uh, God, agree, I just got, agree, agree. just got a text from our buddy that Muhammad went into the portal and the uh, 2025 linebacker that committed the other day already decommitted. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be like an expansion franchise in baseball or something. Yeah, it's going to be like Penn State after, uh, after fucking Sandusky. <laughs> wow. Literally... Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's. It is one thing where. Yeah, it's like. Fuck it. I don't. I. I don't know what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, uh, like, when the NCAA did the transfer thing with really no guardrails of like, you're just gonna see a lot of this of programs that just fall apart overnight. Uh, but I mean. If the coaches can leave, why can't the players? So I, that is what it is. And here yep. it is now. We're going to be playing at Penn State next year, and it's going to be mid-third quarter, and they're dragging us up and down the field, and we're trailing 38-7 to during a whiteout, and they're going to go, hard to believe. These Washington Huskies were in the national championship game not a year ago, and now look at them. <laughs> well, I mean. I, I just popped on social media in uh, – Aleppo posted a thing of DeBoer upside down with a bunch of thumbs down. So, <laughs> wow. Good. Uh, I think, it's not uh, like I'm furious at DeBoer, but I'm really – it, it doesn't I, sit with me well that he knew all that when he was coaching us in the national championship. I can't let that go. Yeah, and I think I just – I don't think it was too much to ask – Look, I get this is a mercenary fucking world, and they were gonna be tough. I don't. Again, I don't think it was too much staff for him to be there for four to five years. Uh, given you know Washington and all these players took a risk on him. He was you know. I mean, I'm sure he can then say like, well, I was their fourth fucking choice. So I don't know. It's just why it's so. Uh, sports are hard. Uh, and Fresno fans could have said the same thing if, uh, when he went to us, but. Yeah, but I mean, I it, it might sound dugish to say, but like I mean, 
the jump the jump from Fresno to Washington is different than the jump from Washington who you took to the you took to the national championship game, had to to go ahead of Alabama, uh, and then you jump to Alabama and it's just like I think when you're a Mountain West program you're also just like you're you gotta be so conditioned to be like outside of the one fucking unicorn that was Peterson. Like anyone who has any bit of success, I'm sure you appreciate it and you're like, uh they're they're moving on. Where in Washington there's at least some bit of like uh I mean that guy could stay for a few years. A few years. And yeah, congratulations to all the Dugs and Yogi Ross types and stuff and people were like, I could see him at Washington for ten years. Clearly that was fucking bullshit. Uh yeah. Well we I agree with you though we'll Yogi Ross. I'm putting myself in DeBoer's shoes. When you come to Washington, you do what you've done here. You've made a commitment. Don't you owe it to be here four years? I'm putting myself in his shoes, and it's like. Yeah, and I. I, I, would, be, I, I would, would feel, I would feel yeah. like I was uh, obligated. Yeah, and, and I think the thing, too, of like, oh, he's got to. Like, you know, he, he maximized the team and got a jump. But, dude, you were – what, do you have three recruiting classes? You know, three three rounds in the transfer portal. Like, the reason there's not good young talent on the team is because of him. I mean, it, at that point, like, yeah, Jimmy Lake didn't recruit for two fucking years, but it's not like he really did that much more bringing in the fucking Parker twins and a bunch of uh, – a bunch of guys that they swiped from fucking San Diego State and, you know, Arizona and Kansas. Uh, that's not a good sign. I mean, to me, that either says, like, he either kind of always thought it as, like, a two-year fucking junior college degree or he thought it like, are he's a terrible, not a good recruiter because, I don't know, maybe he never saw anything and maybe he was shocked at how good things went, how good the guys that, we're still on the team were and then how good Penix was. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We want to go back to the game. Why, why the hell was Penix so bad? This meeting is probably wrapping up with the players right now at two Oh five. Yeah. Uh, cause I was watching some of the, the game and like, the last fourth down where he throws the interception, he can pick between Odunze or Westover for, like, 30-yard gain, for, or for at least first down. Just what? And he throws, like, throws the fucking ball over McMillan's head to a guy who's out of position, of course, starting to get the interception. Postal 91 on the board is that he's partially blaming Bill Gates for uh, everything collapsing. <laughs> it says here, why we even allowed you in a box with your known relationship with Epstein is beyond me. Michigan had what? Michael Jordan and Derek Jeter, and we get dot, 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 burn the world down nerd. <laughs> he shows up, we lose, then lose all our players and our coach. He says that Bill Gates is partially to blame. So, well, the only thing that will, if if everybody wants the roster to be somewhat saved or whatever, then 
you know, you have to just promote from within, but it sounds like they're not going to because all these guys are portaling out or retiring or whatever, leaving for the NFL. It's like, sounds like there, sounds like we're starting over. Oh, completely. Fuck. Fuck. This is an expansion franchise in baseball. This is the 1977 Seattle Mariners. Rupert Jones, Kansas City outfielder, first pick. Well, That's what we're what heading these, for. This is what this is what all these uh, all these dipshits that wanted that this is what they wanted in college football. This is this is what everybody wanted apparently. You know, the NCAA couldn't defend their fucking product that they already had, which was uh, free education. Um, but free everything, and then you get to bump uh, kids who did better in school. You get to bump them off of the um, acceptance list because you play a fucking Olympic sport or whatever. So, but this is what they wanted. Uh, we we needed the uh, we needed EA Sports to make their fucking video game again. Is what we wanted, I guess. Well, we've just got a few more minutes because I need at least 45 minutes to edit, and I have to be out the door at 3 p.m., and it's 2.08 right now. So any final thoughts, gentlemen? It'll be okay. Based on what? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Based on I'll still go to the games because it's an excuse to get drunk with my friends. Based on my my cougar friend just texted me a picture of Rolovich with a uh, a photoshopped husky hat. Uh, hat. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> He'll win his lawsuit and roll in the Montlake, baby. You should put that on the boards. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, uh, I'll even say something here that I, I haven't even mentioned this to you guys in private, but I had this idea in my head that you know with DeBoer. We're rolling into the Big Ten. It's a whole new era. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I was even going to say to you guys, hey, you guys interested in maybe, uh, you know, going back for the Penn State game or something and making it a little hardcore Husky thing and see if there's anybody else from the boards that would want to meet up there or whatever. I don't want to do that now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your job just got a whole lot harder. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) uh, I'm sorry. And I guess Cam Grenolds is uh, reportedly bragging that traffic's way up on his site and he's getting a lot of visitors from Thailand and somewhere else. So, Sugar McFarland uh, posted PM to Derek Johnson, how is traffic today? Any overseas visitors? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Wilcox, well, huh, Kim? We, need to be, uh, we need to be forward thinking and uh, – uh, the I'm talking about the athletic department needs to be forward thinking, and they need to they can't be fucking lazy. Uh, Wilcox is lazy. That's a oh. lazy hire. And I so don't think they would drop. I don't think there's a chance in hell they hire Wilcox. I mean, I went his record. As I said, <laughs> he hasn't had like 
He hasn't. The biggest one he's ever had was like the fucking guaranteed rate fucking Chicago fucking bowl in like five years ago. And no, that's, I don't think that's, I, it, I might not go to games if they hired Wilcox. Well, he's fresh off a loss in the weed eater bowl or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, for God's sakes. I can't, I can't believe I, I, wow. I don't have full hate for the man or anything like that, but you know what? Fuck you, DeBoer. <laughs> we have a, we have an empty cupboard. That's, that's the part that pisses me off the most. It's like, okay, when you're nine or 10 years old, you, you thought Bama would be your, your destination job, your dream school, right? Okay, great. Don't fucking burn the bridge of the place you just left. Don't burn it down on your way out. You know? Or, or I wouldn't say he's burning it down. Maybe I'm splitting hairs with you here. But it's, he, he, he allows it, he walks away knowing the position it's going to be in. Yeah, Chris Peterson didn't you, when he when he chose quit. It's, you know, we knew we had talent. It wasn't like he mailed it in for three years prior, and then and we had no talent. You know, there was talent no, on yeah, the I, team. Look, it just played in a fucking national title game the other day. Peterson's yeah, even talent. even DeBoer left Fresno State there with good players there, uh, and Ader. Tedford. And Tedford, uh, Tedford was like slid in to like help stop the bleeding. But like Washington doesn't have Tedford unless they want Tedford. <laughs> I'd love Tedford except for the health problems. So yeah, I just that won't work. Well, no, I, I, again, that's another guy in his like his early to mid sixties, and uh, I don't know. Pete Carroll, yeah, that is not. It Not wasn't the other a serious, uh, a serious well, thought. It was a, it was a funny thought of like, I mean, it was great for Fresno State though. I mean, that's that's the point. Like, losing him sucked, but I mean, it was great for Fresno State that they had him and like they don't, like they don't care about the health thing, especially knowing it's short term. But yeah, they, they don't have Huskies don't have a Tedford. Okay, guys. Well, yep. I don't feel any better, but like like Joey was saying, it's not for being cathartic or whatever. Whatever, but Joey, I'm sorry I yelled at you 40 minutes ago. About what? I don't know. I was yelling <laughs> at you about something, so I apologize. Uh, I don't even remember. So, so wasn't that, wasn't that hurtful? <laughs> I need to do better. <laughs> Well, we'll talk soon enough. I don't know what happened yeah. with Budgie. Texted me ten minutes before the show started, and said he was coming on, and we never heard from him. But I saw him on the board threatening to kill himself. So, well, yeah, might need a in not all literally, of course. Might, might, yeah, I mean, <laughs> might need a buddy check. Uh, I mean, Lance, <laughs> Lance Leipold. Does that? I mean, does that excite anybody? Lance Leipold. I don't know. Maybe. Fuck. This sucks. Uh, 
for God's sake. Well, you know what? I would rather have the unknown promise of uh, Troy Dannon than I would have being led by Jen Cohen right now. I'd probably just shut down Hardcore Husky if Jen Cohen was still here. Well, hey, guess what? Here's the good news, guys. We can still blame Jen Cohen for something because she hired this guy that stabbed us in the back. So I blame Jen. That's the silver lining in all of this. Oh, leopard print herself. Yeah. All right, guys. Yep. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Right. Thank you for listening to the Hardcore Husky Podcast. This show is copyrighted material. In other words, stop plagiarizing our shit, fuckos. So please tell a friend and rate us five stars on iTunes, especially you cheap bastards who don't donate. It's the least you could do. Yeah, I'm looking at you, creepy coog. And come join our fun at over at hardcorehusky.com. We've got Husky Football, Yellow Snow's Record Shop, and our notorious Tug Tavern, which is which is a shit show of politics and strange nudes. And if you enjoy yourself and are ready for the next level, level of cyber peyote. peyote, come join Swain's Wigwarm. <laughs> I'm going to have to read this over. Swain's Wigwam, yeah. Swain's Wigwam at Navajo Nation's Gift to College Football. It's also the official private club of hardcore Huskies. We're talking boobs, guns, and inside information, all for the low, low fee of $129 a year. Come join the fun. <laughs> I'll have to redo that one, but...